We also probably need to stop drinking. So yeah. another fun news, a fun week update from us both. No, this might make ourselves are. Yeah. Is we when we were decorating the tree on Sunday night. Yeah. I was like, oh, Maddie, we should get some Baileys. Because that's always like my Christmas tradition, starting from when I used to live with Lucy, is that we'd have Baileys whilst we were decorating the tree. And then drink Baileys like it's milk throughout the rest of the season. Yeah. Maddie and I have drunk a bottle of Baileys in three days. <laughs> yes. Not one of the big, massive ones. I do want to caveat it with that. But... One of the, like, you know, not one of the, like... The, the normal-sized bottles. The normal-sized bottles. A normal-sized bottle we've of dr- babies. Drunk in, Baileys. In babies. <laughs> we, we drink babies. We have had too many babies. <laughs> Free time. I know, episode six. Episode six. Ooh. That's one off seven, which is three off ten. I was like, for a second, I was like, yeah, it is one off seven. Yeah, yeah good math. That's, that's really good maths, that. Me with my calculator out right now. <laughs> Hi, uh, how hello. are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah. Um, you weren't asking me, were you? I actually am was asking you. I'm I was. am. I am, <laughs> I am was I am, asking you. I am asking you, and I was asking you. Nice. Yeah, nice. nice and smooth save from me. I'm no, good. I was asking you. You are good. I've got a very sore throat. That's I all know. I can think about right now, and I've got really sore legs. Oh my god! The dog did give you a massage earlier. She did. It was beautiful. I have a really lovely video of it. But the thing is, you're making like slightly <laughs> sexual, weak, noise. sexual noises. Ah! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll recut that. Oh my god! Uh. No, that's not getting cut. <laughs> take two, three, take four, take nine. <laughs> we have a special guest today. Yeah, we do. Have it a is special guest. the Queen. The queen herself, Florenzo. I know, bless her. She's so sweet. We didn't let her go outside because Patch is eating. So she was like, it's fine. Screw this. If you're not letting me outside, I'm I- gate crashing the <laughs> podcast. And you guys can just deal. Yep. And as we are in the festive season. Yes. Well, we just tried to do a little festive photo shoot. It kind of went a bit interestingly don't worry, you will get yeah. to see all the bloopers because it's fun. Us um, being us, we tried to include the dogs, which was yeah. just maybe not a good idea. Yeah, maybe not a good idea. But we are recording under our Christmas tree with its little Christmas tree peen that it has. And we have this... Oh, oh. oh dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we resume. We now have two dogs have on two. our knees. Yes. Because Patch decided it was a good idea to throw in a little bark, um, which set Stan off, which then set Floss off. So, yeah, everyone just treated you all to a little symphony of barking, which yeah. was fun. A little uff, uff, uff. Um, I think we were looking for our B roll for the beginning of the episode. Don't you fucking dare, Floss? No, 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 no. no, no, no. No, 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 come here. <laughs> Lie down. <laughs> um, uh, that's what we're saying. Yeah, we are recording this under yonder Christmas tree. I'm not sure that's the right term, but we're going to go Under the it. Christmas tree. Under the Christmas tree. With this little Christmas tree penis that it has that we've yeah. very beautifully decorated with a little garland. Little which peen. you can probably hear now rattling against my laptop. Sorry, everyone. Um, how was your week? Um... It's been okay. Chaos reigns as always. I feel like every week I'm like, um, it's been chaotic. Chaos but. literally reigns in this house. Yeah, it does, yeah. doesn't it? You can't, you can't have a, a dwelling where no. the two of us live together and no. not have chaos just 
And then you throw our overgrown child into the mix. Yes, exactly. And then the dogs. No, Multiple stop looking dogs. at the bell. We accept that we're not going to let you out a second. So our dogs have a like a guest bell. Yes, yeah, like like they, live they live in their own little hotel. They're like, bitch, let me out. Yeah, they ding it every time they want to go outside, which is great. But when we forget to pick it up off the floor... It's just ding, 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 ding. Yeah, like constantly. It's like, it's not, it's like this is the dog's hotel and we are the concierges. Yeah, that's yeah. how life should be. Beautiful. Uh, excuse me, you've just done a loop. <laughs> She's honestly, so Maddie's like, go and get in your bed. So she goes and gets in her bed, sort of like pauses there for about 10 seconds, if that, turns, like comes back around the sofa and loops around to me and has like looped herself under my arm and is now laying down with her head being like, oh, it's just, don't mind me. I'm just going to lay here a second. Ah, good night. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here, Auntie Rosie. Oh my God, you are so naughty. You are so beautiful, but so naughty. <laughs> anyway. We're getting way off track. We're getting massively off track. Yeah, let me hit you. The week was good. Work was meh. When is it not? Yeah. Um... Dogs are good. Um, How was your week? My week was okay. I'm trying to think what happened. It was obviously slightly less dramatic than last week in the sense that Princess mm. Dayatsu continues to live on. <laughs> she, I haven't had to drag her exhaust pipe behind her. <laughs> Just it, a very dodgy start, let me add. Every uh, time Rosie's like, let's take Princess Dayatsu to, uh, uh, to the gym, and I'm like... <laughs> I heard you turn around, it's like... Dun, 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 dun. It's so loud. Like, so loud. Oh my God, I forgot, completely forgot that my rings are still in my sports bra. I took them off when I went to the gym. Just okay. Fair it round in my bra a second, everyone. <laughs> Continue um, with your week. <laughs> yeah, what happened the rest of my week? Uh, work is good. It's busy. It's just getting a lot of stuff done. Went to a meeting in a very nice dentist practice today, which was cool. Like, Ooh. really beautifully decorated. I genuinely felt like I'd stepped into, like, Dubai or something. It was amazing. That's so cool. Um, and it's been, it's been a bit of an interesting day on the personal front. Like, just one question where do men get the audacity is is my question for the day i've already said this to my one question but yeah where like it's yeah that was a bit of an interesting time yeah i just we will elaborate on this in time we yeah, just need we, to let things settle for yes, now for sure we will be definitely elaborating on this in time yeah and i think maybe when we get like super popular we should release like a subscribers only episode that has all the hot <laughs> gossip in it and then if we could control the subscribers, we could like talk about a lot more. Yeah, that yeah, is actually that is true. true. Very true. But good thinking. Do you remember when we recorded our first episode? Like very, very first episode. We didn't haven't actually released it. And obviously oh, yes. it yes. was entirely about this person. It was, yes. Basically. And then obviously It was us having a therapy session, wasn't it? it? Was we turned th- the um, microphone yes. on. Yes. And we like had a full on vent. Yeah. And then we're like, no one can ever hear this. <laughs> But we were re-releasing parts of it spread like periodically yeah. throughout as like probably the B-roll for the beginnings of the episode. Yeah. But it was about this person. And do you know what's super weird? Is do you remember how I was saying to you that something didn't feel right? Yeah. With that person. And yeah. the next day that big yeah, incident happened. It was your intuition. Yeah. Intuition. In, in, intuition. Intuition. <laughs> intuition, yeah. Oh, that's something big I did this week. I had a bloody six-hour English exam. Oh my god, yeah. Yay. Amazing. A literal six And learnt that I can't think and my pronunciation and my thinking on the spot for words is not great. Oh, I think shit. I was trying to say something about my brain and I said my mind muscle. 
I mean, my memory mu- muscle. I mean, mind muscle is kind of a term for brain. Yeah. So you know, I'll just go with yeah. it. And if they don't accept that, screw them. That's their problem. A six-hour English exam. That is so. That was much. so painful. That is so much. But felt like it was six hours really. I mean, we were there at eleven. 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. Holy shit, that is so long. Anyway, I continue. Got, I got super sunburnt this week as well. You did. Mm. We went for a nice long walk oh, on the beach. Nice long walk on the beach, exhausting a Labrador that doesn't usually like to swim. Because mm. I'm back on that house sitting game. I literally, ooh, I, can't, ooh. I can't escape. I, I said, oh, New Zealand, new start, new me. No house sitting. Oh, hold up. Oh, hold up a minute. No, hold I actually up. Love, I actually love house sitting, so I'm not. I'm not too phased. Yeah. This was so much waffle. It was a that's lot. All right. A lot more than we usually do. It's actually not. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But you know what? Time. The best thing is, this is our world, and you're all just living in it. <laughs> I love that, Rosie. <laughs> this is how I treat my close friend's story. None of those, yeah. None of those people asked to be on it. But yeah, I still. <laughs> what does the dog sound like? He's ripping something. Uh, we're just going to ignore that for a minute he's alright that. that's a problem when it arises shall we get into it with our third <laughs> <health> guest <laughs> but yes let's get into it I think we've probably talked everyone's ears off enough so what I wanted to talk to you about today was how sometimes obviously again we come at this from our own stance as mm. young women how we can be made to feel like our interests and our opinions and the things that we love and like it are kind of just a bit silly and that yeah. you oh. <laughs> the talks are honestly bringing right nightmares to Go this recording to your bed <laughs> right now bed oh fine Like a ghost got her or something. <laughs> anyway. Lie down. Oh my god, this is okay. gonna be such a nightmare. Start this one. This is gonna be such a nightmare to edit, but it's gonna I love be it. fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, so about how you can be made to feel silly for your mm-hmm. opinions, both in the workplace, out of the workplace, um and how that can feel really shit. And mm. whilst you might know a lot about something, I've had it happen to me before where I've been we've been talking about stuff and then I've come out with like facts or a lot of information that I know about something and people like tell me that I'm like a know-it-all or that I'm just being like neurotic about it and why am I being so weird it's like no I'm allowed to be passionate about something and it's not silly yeah it's I've, I've learned a lot about a subject like I'm allowed to talk about it have you ever been made to feel as though your interests or your opinions are not are not valid and do you yeah have you ever made to feel that way? Yes. Yes. And I think it's a lot of the time I've said I never realized sexism was a thing until I really entered the workforce. Yeah. And it's quite a big thing. It's been really hard for me to digest, but there have been meetings and I actually have had one really recently where I've gone in and tried to pre- pitch or present something and it's not, I've been shut down, like stretched straight down, like this isn't a good idea. Yeah. I don't think we should do this a male has come in and pitched the exact same idea or said the exact same thing and it's like the best idea in the world and see that's when you know you're not making it up yeah and to me it doesn't make sense yeah because and there are times when you can sometimes maybe be too sensitive about it and Mm. you can feel like oh i'm clearly on the back foot here because of my gender like oh no but then there are times 
and there are times when you're kind of like, you're maybe not quite right about mm. it. But then there are times when, like in your example, when, what what else is it? Because you're yeah. both presenting the exact same idea. Yeah. The difference between you is that one of you is a man and one of you is a woman. Yeah. So. How does this affect it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I've struggled and that's not the first time that that's happened. It's happened no. a lot throughout my career and my short career. Like I haven't had a long one yet. <laughs> no, but, but it's, it's noticeable. That it's happened at all is pretty shit. And multiple times. Yeah. Like I would say at least 10 times I've noticed it. That's so shit. But like, it's also like I feel when it happens, I feel like, well, because I don't have that physical experience behind me or because mm. I've gone off and done my own research and like really dug into the stuff that I want to know and love like you say like your interests yeah sometimes you do your own hard work for to get to the position you want to get to faster than everyone else in your lane yes and then it's like I've done my research I know my facts I feel really confident and strong about what I'm saying yeah and then you get shut down so many times that you start second guessing yourself and yes. it's a real hard it's like so hard to overcome because you're like well it's me I'm the problem <laughs> hi hi I'm the problem it's me it's me and um, I think though actually quite a lot of the time it's not you it's no. the people that you're presenting this idea to because they are people are often more likely to accept ideas from their peers yeah. Like, there were probably, there, you and I'd probably be guilty of it. Yeah. There'd be things that we could have said to us, mm. and we're like, mm, yeah, okay. And then, but we then would maybe say it to each other, and we'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. And I think the same plays out in the workforce and in your situation. It doesn't make it right. Like, that person should be listening to you, they should be taking your ideas on board because they're good ideas, they're important, they're valuable. But we have to think, I think, start having conversations around that you can accept ideas and challenges from people that are not necessarily like you and that yeah. are not in your peer range. Yeah. Which, again, encompasses that you can accept opinions from people who are younger than you or people of a different gender. Like, it's fine. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't diminish experience. you. It, it actually enhances you mm. like it's um and i don't it's, it can be a really it's going to be a really challenging conversation to have but yeah. i think it's an important one for yeah sure. and i think it's when people say um like oh you have to have a few boardroom scraps like a man to yeah. be up the top what? and it's kind of like or with have a few boardroom scraps with men to be at the top of your game and it's like i want to be at the top of my game maybe not as the person that I am, but I want to get there in like a really honest way. Yeah. I don't want to get there you, just having to scrap it out. And you shouldn't have to completely change yourself to get there. No. And that's a lesson, not just to us, not just to women, but to men, to everyone. You shouldn't have to, it shouldn't have to be a really scrappy environment. Mm. It should be, you should be able to be yourself and move forward. Exactly. Um, you know, if you're a super confrontational person, yes, you may want to consider slightly adapting that style yeah. to, uh, yeah. you know, to suit professionals of the workplace. But realistically, at the core of it, you shouldn't have to change that. You should, no. and it shouldn't. We should be moving away from these like intense boardroom type scraps, and oh, you have to th act like a man to get ahead because it's not necessarily the case. Not necessarily I the think case. everyone brings their own like skill sets to the table and yeah. it's being able to work with those skill sets that's really valuable and people should be boosting each other up mm. and I think this is especially important for women in business so I worked in a company for a long time that had 
mostly male directors and mostly male senior management and they'd all kind of not grown up together but they were from a very similar echelon of people Mm. and there was one woman on the senior management team Mm. and she purposely went out of her way to make everybody else's life really difficult especially the women in the company yeah and it used to make me so sad not because she was just not only because she was a nightmare to deal with but I was just like you are the only woman and I know this probably isn't you because I experienced her in out of work environments and she was really lovely and supportive and great and it's just like you don't you don't have to act like them you could you could change it you could turn the tide Mm. and I just wish that someone would have said that to her but I think hopefully as our generation is coming through and is growing into leadership positions that we are going to hopefully get there yeah Um, and I mean it's hard because we don't have very good like role model I mean we do have good role models now but I think the role models that we have in our everyday workplaces and lives is they're few and far between like I know as you say like having a woman in the leadership team and a board of majority men I know women that are in that position and they'll say it to other employees they'll be like we've got a real problem with sexism in this company like it is like an old boys club but they won't admit it to the yes the people that actually need to hear it and I think that's the biggest problem is because for someone that's like lower down in the ranks it's harder to turn to the person at the top and be like this is an old boys club. Yeah. They're never going to believe you. No, no, of course they're not. Because you're not in the inner circle. You're not. It goes back to the fact that you're not one of their peers. So they're unlikely to take your, yeah. your opinions and your ideas. But like you say, if someone that's already up there says it to them, might they might take stock and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what's happening. Opens your eyes. But the, the women in those positions, they don't have... Like, a lot of the time there isn't that confidence to do that. And I think that's a real... It breaks my heart because it's like, well, what do we want our future to look like? And I know you and I are probably both going to end up in very similar positions. (laughs) And you and I are so, like, strong-willed and... I think it takes... It just takes one person to just... To change, yeah. to, To pave the way, to lay that first sort of stone. And then everyone else can stack up on top of it and can can carry on but it's and it's really challenging we're not diminishing the fact it's really challenging to be that first person to stand up and say actually what we're doing here isn't right yeah or what about you (laughs) what about me (laughs) what about you um yes I mean obviously like I said I definitely get I definitely feel as though my interests are made to feel like small and silly and I have really struggled I've even said it to be fair to like the whole thing about oh it feels like an old boys club to men and they've mm. agreed with me mm. but still haven't gone forward and said anything and it's like you have to be in each other's corners for this stuff yeah. because otherwise nothing's going to change because like the people that are at, are at the top they're they're not going to change because why would they because it's yeah. working for them yeah like if it's and it's, if it's working for them they're not going they're to they're not make, bothered they're not bothered they're not going to make a difference I'm not saying I don't say that to suggest that everyone that sits at a senior management level is heartless they just it just might it just doesn't sometimes occur but yeah. it doesn't appear in their brains because why would it <laughs> and to be fair I mean if you go into every job you have that, that with the mentality that we are a team doesn't yeah. matter what position you're in everyone in your work for like your company Mm. as a team 
I think that would change a whole lot of mindsets. But yes. people work against each other in companies where they shouldn't be working against oh each other. Oh my God, so much, Sorry. so much. And that's, again, where your people turn around and make you feel like you're silly. Yeah. Because they are, for some strange reason, wanting to tear you down. Yeah, not wanting to see you shine. And it's like we all, realistically, most companies work for the same end goal, regardless of what department mm. you're in. You're all working towards and you should be working as one. Yeah. And yet people just decide, yeah, like you say, decide, oh, we're going to work against each other. Why? Yeah. That's why I've never been a big fan of like the very traditionally heavily male focused like sales traditions that you get because it just creates this really toxic competition. It creates this toxic workplace. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, this is, I'm not a competitive person anyway. Like I just... (laughs) let stuff just like glide me yeah. by like, like whatever. board games like don't care team mm. games I'm like don't care like I just I'm just not I just think that the hyper like hyper competitiveness can actually breed quite a toxic culture yes yeah. mostly especially in the workplace yeah and I know we sound all doom and gloom about this all but <laughs> I just I do think it's both of us have experienced this and we've both been quite shocked by experiencing yes. this so it's something that we wanted to talk quite candidly about because we think that it's important to bring awareness to it because it happens everywhere and anyone you talk to will have an experience yes and i'm sure there'll be people that probably say oh well that's not true mm. and it's like actually it is true and it might not be true for the workplace that you're in that's fantastic we are jealous <laughs> we are jealous but if you are listening to this and you're in any position of seniority just take a moment to take stock and be like am i Am I making sure that everyone in my team is being heard? That, you know, uh, have has there ever been an example of where someone's present, like a junior member's presented an idea and then a senior member's presented the same idea, but we agreed to the senior members? Like, you know, just yeah. take, kind of just take stock. Like it isn't, it takes a minute to just think, actually, am I making sure that other Check people, yourself. Are, people are being boosted? Yeah. It, like, obviously... We also come at this from, you know, from our extreme experience of senior management. Like, but it's, it, it can, when someone, it really shows when someone does clearly value you mm. and it makes you feel great. And it and makes you work harder. Yeah, makes you, literally makes you yeah. work harder. Like, I don't know how many times it has to be said, like, whilst money and everything is great, what really makes, uh, what makes us work mm. is feeling valued. Yeah. And, then and appreciated. Appreciated. It's what, you know, having our opinions listened to, having, knowing that we're making a difference because someone listened to us. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, agree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I was also a bit nervous to talk about this podcast because Mm. I thought, oh, people are going to just think it's like this little stupid thing that we're doing. And like, oh, I'm a bit embarrassed because what if people like question me on it? And then I was like, wait, no. I love this. I'm passionate about it. I want to talk about it. Did you experience those nerves to talk about this podcast? Yes. Yeah. And like, obviously the whole judgment thing, but also because it's of the name of the title that we've called it, Girls Without Degrees, I feel like it's like devalues me as a person, but then actually that's what this is all about. So the fact it doesn't devalue you as a person. In fact, it adds value in many other ways. In many other ways. So here you go, team. We're still learning. And as I regularly say to Joe, we all have different gifts (laughs) when he's calling Patch stupid. Oh, for fuck's sake. What's he got? I can't. 
Oh, good, honest, he's leaving. Honestly. Um, yeah. Oh, this is this episode has been nothing but pure chaos. We were like, <laughs> oh, we'll record it under the Christmas tree. It'll be so Yay. lovely. Like, how amazing. It's going to be great. Whoa. It's been a fucking nightmare. Anyway, yeah, I think it's hard because... <laughs> Life is a fucking nightmare. Oh. Welcome to the bad house, everyone. Oh, my God. It's hard because I think I went to say something about it the other day in one of my English exams, mm. and then I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to get judged. I can't really yes. say what I had. <laughs> the actual fuck was that? <laughs> he just ran into the door. Oh, my fucking God. Um, just, no, but you didn't want to say it because... Yeah, because I did. I thought that it would... Diminish you. Yeah, yeah, diminish me, but also make my chances of being able to achieve what I wanted to achieve lower. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I was like, well, even though I'm just doing a speaking test, you never know who listens to it, and I don't want to no. be like, oh, she doesn't have a degree. She's not welcome here. She's clearly a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, and that goes back to the whole premise of the show, mm. is that you can be made to feel like a fucking idiot for not yeah. having a degree. And actually... You're not. really isn't. Couldn't be further from the truth. Oh my god. We'll ignore what sometimes the flip. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ignore we'll ignore what people may say about us. Yeah. We're not idiots. Yeah. We are special and important. Um, okay. So this obviously feels like something that's commonly experienced by young women. But I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it isn't just mm. like exclusive to young women. And so we really want to hear your opinions on this. Yeah. Like, I'd be genuinely... Do you know whose opinion I'd be genuinely keen to hear about this? Auntie Jeremy's. Auntie Jeremy's. Yeah, and do you know what? Sorry to throw you under the bus here, Auntie Jeremy. But Sorry him to throw and you I, under the bus every fucking episode, Auntie We love Jeremy. you. <laughs> um, him and I have had some, like, really interesting conversations because I've said to him, oh, you know, like, I feel like there's sexism in the workforce and that, and he said, yes, you might experience it from your end, but there's also, like a whole lot of other things going on like he feels it as well yeah not necessarily the sexism side of it but he feels like the value side that if you're lo- in a lower position in the company yeah not necessarily not. anymore because he's in a really good spot i think mm. but he's but, definitely mentioned it yeah that you're devalued and that his in like his interests and mm. other things that like how how are they perceived like so your brother is obviously someone that knows a lot about pop culture for example yeah and how is that perceived is he made to feel sometimes a bit silly for knowing so much about it i love that we're just having this conversation on air auntie jeremy we're gonna get you on as a guest we are i think you have a lot to say even though you have a good degree yes a good degree even though you have a degree, it's been a long night. I feel like we've been recording for way too long. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, we've actually been recording for way less, and especially the amount we're going to cut. This might be a shorter episode, but that's okay, because the fucking demon's staring at us through the window. <laughs> Go back to the hell from whence you came. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but, yes... I think even with your degree, I think you've got a lot of valuable lessons and you've yes. taught me a lot. So yeah, you could help teach others a lot. And we do have kind of an episode planned for you, planned for you with a very special title about being abandoned and left on the side of the road and driven past by your mother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> and also, but how do you make it go from Wellington? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Final question. Yes. Because this episode has descended into complete and utter fucking chaos. I don't think we've ever had such a chaotic episode. No, neither do I. I think even the first, that very first episode that we recorded whilst Wasn't really drunk bad. on red wine is <laughs> not as bad as this one. Okay, hit me. As young women, how can we be boosting others if there are people trying to make us feel silly? So, like, if you... How, how, what can we be doing? I think we can be standing up for each other a lot more. I yes. think a lot of the time we want to be seen on the good side of whoever's good side we need to be on. Mm-hmm. And that will mean sacrificing like our values and our morals to stand up to others. Yes. And for others, not to others, um, to stand up against those people for yeah. others. No, no, no. That makes complete and utter sense because it, it's, it is much easier to just be quiet. It is. And sometimes like you might be wrong when you say something or you might be wrong when you speak out but at least you're doing right by yourself and you're doing right by what you believe is right and if that is and you've interpreted a situation wrong that's fine that's fine and we all we all do it we all interpret situations incorrectly we all sometimes haven't quite researched something as much Mm. when we should have done before we open our mouths but it's okay and it's you can be on the side of people you can be on other people's sides with that yeah. And it's not necessary that you always believe in what they say, but you're there to kind of educate them in a nice way. Yeah. Or you're there to sound like, oh, no, it isn't like quite right, but let's all like, let's not all pile on top of that person. Yeah. It's okay to stand up for the underdog. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. What would your piece of advice be? I think very similar, just that we need to support and build each other up. And we need to be there standing up for each other. And we need to be believing each other as well. Oh, my fucking God. This dog, honestly. This dog. I am not laughing at what you're saying because what you're saying is so right. I'm just laughing at honest. The dog is like view. playing bowling on the deck with his Kong. He's, He's playing a solo game of bowling. He has zoomies. Oh, like, my God. I have never seen zoomies before. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. This whole thing has been a nightmare. <laughs> just see flashes of black. Okay. Oh my god! I'm gonna we look are... away from the window. Okay, we are so sorry, but yes, the I think the crux of it is for me is have people we can be on each other's sides more. We just need to be like, obviously, if you someone is wrong and they're and you're and you're being and you're oh my god, I literally can't. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I can't see. Wait. I can hear it. Here we go. Oh, oh wait. He's gone there. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just thing like. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. I'm oh sorry. my god. This whole thing has just been a nightmare. Oh god. He's <laughs> gone past like ten times. I also feel like we maybe should have picked a less serious topic to talk about. Yeah. Let's just restart. No, let's not restart. No, let's not restart right um, now. Yeah. That's alright though. I feel like it's we've done it in a lighthearted way. Yeah, and it's it's fine. We're all gonna get things wrong sometimes. And that's absolutely fine. And as long as we're learning and progressing and growing, mm. we're getting there. But yeah, we just have to be more there for each other and we don't have to be continually tearing each other down. And like you say, it's it can be really difficult to be to stand up for someone when you feel like that's gonna go against the boss yeah. or against someone that you're worried of being, about being the, on the wrong side mm. of and actually it's really important sometimes to be 
on the wrong side of things. Especially if it's the right thing to do. Yes, exactly. I like, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the time, and I'm, I've definitely been guilty of it, less so lately, but opening my mouth when I'm not, I know that something's not right and I know that someone's getting yeah. unfairly accused or unfairly. Yeah. And there are times where it's probably not going to make you a very popular person with mm. everyone else around you, but it's fine. Yeah. And you're not silly for suggesting it. And you're not an insufferable know-it-all for liking something. And yeah. your yeah, your opinions are valid. Your interests are valid. Just because we were talking about this earlier. So obviously we do a lot of stuff in social media. Mm-hmm. And there have been times where people have kind of made us feel like, oh, yeah, that, oh, yeah, social media, <laughs> that, yeah. like, silly little thing that you do. It's like, oh, mm. in- oh. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> in which we have a really funny vid- junk video of Joe. Um, there's no funny video of you from the camera yet. There's the yeah, one of me tripping I'm up the stairs. Pretty normal. <laughs> the one of Joe walking like a sim. <laughs> Instagram. But I mean, obviously, taking the piss out of my job. I mean, obviously he was joking because he knows it winds both uh, of us up. I'm trying to be nice to Joseph. He was. Oh yeah, first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always nice to Joe. He's always horrible to me. I, I actually agree with that. Um, I mean, no, I'm not always nice to him, but I'm mostly nice mostly to him. Mostly nice to him. And he's usually always horrible the to me. The time he called you and the time he names. Called me, the time he called me names. The other names. Day, names. He called me names. I'm not going to repeat the names because they're not very nice and we'll have to cut them out anyway. Yeah. Um, but no, people look down on what we do as is a bit silly and yet I've not come across many men that work in marketing that I've immediately seen get the same response. Yeah. And it's like, actually, social media is super important. Do you spend time on social media? Yeah. Do you know who that's run by? People like us. Yeah. So, boom. And social media is a huge majority of its users is female. Yeah. Um, Like, majority on each platform is female. Mm. But also, it's, like, the way forward of consuming content. I mean, it already is the way of consuming content. It is already the way of, like, learning, educating. Yeah, and there are things that you can learn and that women can teach you, that people can teach you. It's it's great. So I think it's a no-brainer in terms of any company having social media strategy. Yeah. Just want to add that in there. Um, Shameless plug for our biz. For for one of our many side hustles. One of our many. Which is an episode we're definitely going to do about the side hustle. Yeah. And I think especially side hustle culture in New Zealand. Mm, I think that's a good idea. Mm. Wow. full of them. (laughs) From there, shall we get into it? Yeah. My throat's quite sore. But okay, don't don't injure yourself. Maybe take it down oh. an octave. Rosie's culture Okay, so you can talk loud again. Beautiful. So first things first, a little Elon update. I don't mean this thing to become an Elon update, but there is it's it's slowly becoming one. Because I have an Elon question for you after this too. Okay, I might not be able to answer that. That's alright. He has supposedly put bedrooms into twitter hq because he wants everyone to just like hardcore work because he's there's less staff and i mean i think probably because there's less staff and also just because he has these all these grand plans for twitter which usually backfire on him but so that'll be interesting to see how that plans out that goes back to (laughs) value your employees 
because yeah. no amount of money matters if they're fucking miserable at work. Even if it's a five star hotel bedroom, we don't want it. Hotel bedroom, we don't want it. Um, okay, so quick, I want to throw this in there for you. Yeah. What do you think? And this is an opinion question, not oh, a factual no. question. Oh, God. What do you think the future of Twitter is going to be? Because I'm not re- recommending it on social strategies at the moment because I'm worried. I honestly think the future of Twitter is going to be a little bit relatively unchanged for a while. Yeah. Because he makes these changes or these changes get made and then they do end up backfiring. Like the verification thing, that backfired. Reinstating like people like Kanye West backfired. Because mm. uh, I think he's going to realise that parts of it he can try and make these fixes but actually they're just not going to quite pan out and it's not something that people are ready for yeah i think i think twitter will maintain yeah um because i think it's too big almost to die yeah um it's going to take a lot to kill it off like people are like oh you know we should and aren't mean to be fair to elon's credit everyone's like oh twitter's cancelled this is the end of twitter blah 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 twitter usage is like up an all-time high because we're all just there to watch the The daily show the the daily shit show but we're still all there yeah and it's you know and if usage is up an all-time high kind of realistically nothing's going to happen to it yeah it's going to be interesting i think Mm. and i think it still has i actually genuinely believe that twitter still has a place for sure most of this cultural roundup comes from twitter because every time there's any sort of news event I go straight to Twitter. I fucking love it. Like, I genuinely really it. like Twitter. And I think people, it's actually where it's less of a photo video medium, mm. people are kind of a bit more honest on it. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a bit more of just like a authentic place. From yeah. That's from my personal standpoint. Like people, a banter. People may have very different opinions, but yeah. kind of... But then on the flip side of that, it can be a really toxic and vile place and some of the trolls that live on it are Mm. disgusting, like, beyond belief. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think for the time being, I think Twitter is safe. Mm. I could be entirely wrong. We could literally wake up tomorrow morning to find that the whole thing is... But I think Elon needs to stop pushing people so hard because that's where it's going to fall down. Yeah. Yeah. So, my other cultural roundup items. Go through it quickly trailer i think the trailer's been released i haven't actually watched it myself but i've seen lots of pictures from and outs from it for the harry and megan netflix series oh yes mm. i have i think the trailer has been released i think the trailer has been released people are obviously ter- speaking of twitter trolls people are obviously tearing it apart the british media literally is completely tearing it apart the daily mail like is just let's not even i'm not even giving any more air time to that fucking shit rag of a newspaper yeah but it's yeah it's I think with Harry and Meghan, it's obviously been a very difficult transition period from them. Mm. Personally, I actually really like them both. I think, so do I. I think that they are cool and I can understand. I think it, they, when people are like, oh, they wanted their privacy and now they're doing all of this. It's like, well, this is on their terms. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> they're actually living the life that they want. Yes. They're, I really, living, I they're living the life they want. Appreciate and respect and it. Why shouldn't they? And why shouldn't they be allowed to call stuff out? Just because mm. it's your family doesn't mean that, like, their actions are right. And this is something I feel super passionate about. I would be keen to do an episode at one point mm. about building boundaries, actually. <laughs> Not just with your dog. Um, 
in your family but is about that sometimes your family can treat you in a crappy way and we're sort of made to feel like oh well it's your family so don't don't say anything it's like yeah. no you can you can call your family out yeah for the way they treat you that's absolutely fine you only have to ask auntie jeremy and his stories of being abandoned on the side of the road <laughs> whilst you and Mandy just drove on by with your yes. cocktails in hand. Cocktails, but... <laughs> well, um, the 15-year-old me, <laughs> cocktail in hand. Wouldn't um, put it past mum. <laughs> but no, and I... So I'm quite excited to watch it. I'm also excited yeah. to read his book, which is titled Spare. Huh. Mm, I know. That's bold, a bit of a dig. Bold title. Yeah. But he was also never going to be king. Yeah, So is fair. it's fine that he can live this life, Yeah, I think. Um, it was the British Fashion Awards last night. Mm. Bella Hadid won Model of the Year. Again. Yes. She won it, she's won it before, hasn't she? I don't actually think she has. Oh, hasn't she? No, I don't think she has. Maybe Gigi won it one year, oh, I think. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Bella Hadid is an interesting character. I think there's a lot that she represents that is nice, mm. but there's also a lot that she represents that is not great. Yeah. Like... She's never really openly spoken about the fact she's clearly had a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. Because she has gone through a very drastic transformation that doesn't just purely come from things like weight loss. Like she is a fantastic supermodel. I genuinely mm. believe that. But in the age of where people are being encouraged to be a lot more transparent, I really wish that she'd just come forward and say, yeah, I did this. Yeah. There's no, there's like, it's fine. There's no like shame in it. There's no shame yeah. in it. It, it. It's absolutely fine. Do do what you want, but you've got these, especially young people that follow you so mm. religiously, and I you have to be, trans- to be you. It's kind of the same with the Kardashians. Like they're yeah. never really as open as they should be about their surgeries. Yeah. And it's like we should all just be encouraging to just to just be open and yeah. transparent about it. There isn't there isn't shame in it. I mean, you obviously, they obviously have the benefit of being incredibly wealthy so they can afford it. But mm. yeah, I just, with Bella Hadid, I flip-flop between kind of how I feel about it. It's a very, it's a very personal opinion. Yeah. Um, and people may have issue with it, but I do think that we just need people. We should be expecting more transparency out yeah. of people. Also, if I had like Botox, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I've had all this surgery. Don't I look like... <laughs> Don't I look great? Don't I look great? Here's here's my like routine. Um, yeah. My final cultural roundup that's a bit of a wild one. There is this account on Twitter I fucking love called Zillow Gone Wild. So Zillow is like Yeah, uh, their real estate. Yeah, their real estate website. It's amazing. So it shows all these houses that are like wild. So there's one and it looks like a normal house, but it's on sale for like nine million dollars and it has like a giant prison underneath it or something so normal house on top giant prison there's another one that is um it has like an indoor tennis court a like tropical themed indoor pool it's the best thing ever holy moly yeah it's so great the houses in america are so wild i know they're insane insane. and that is kind of my cultural roundup it's been a bit a bit of an interesting week I think oh and also Kiki Palmer announced that she was pregnant which is lovely because she suffers with PCOS so she really struggles with fertility and she sent out this amazing tweet being like people were saying I look ugly without makeup on that's a lie I don't look ugly I look beautiful and I don't need makeup oh that's good I I like that that I really like that yeah me too alright well 
I have a little segment for us. Beautiful. This one's very special. Okay. So it's going to make up for the chaos of the rest of our episode. Christ. But our weekly feature. Oh, yes. I'm excited for this. Of people without, successful people without degrees. Yes. Uh, this week is my mother. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cute? And That's this is so cute. Inspired by someone else, but uh, she's. I think she's a huge inspiration for me, first of all. She doesn't have a degree, obviously. She got very lucky when she met my dad and he whisked her off to an island and she got to lie on the beach. She literally lives our... (laughs) Mandy lives our dream life. She does. But she also raised my brother and I. She spent a lot... Put a lot of time into us. And then she's been able to jump back into the workforce as we got older. And I think that's a huge thing. It's like now going from living a life where she's kind of a little bit more relaxed and has a little bit more freedom Mm. to, although being a full-time mother is quite full on. Being a full-time mother is incredibly full on. In another country. I stand by that being a full-time mother is very much a job. Mm. I I, I agree. I don't ever let anyone tell you that it's not because it is. Children are so much work. Do you know if you breastfeed for a year, it's like a hundred more hours you spend breastfeeding than you would if you're in a full-time job. That is insane. It is. Insane. Anyway, so she re-entered the workforce when we were slightly older as kids, which means she was obviously slightly older. Um, She figured out kind of what she wanted to do and she's just been able to be that asset in companies and be the person that they don't want to lose. And I think that's super special. And she sent us that beautiful message the other day oh and she God. was, we were both like sitting here crying, but she basically oh, said so something about, um, she was just, it meant a lot to her. And she also, as an older woman, yeah, without a degree, still struggles getting jobs at the moment, but she's now managing like exports for quite a big wine company. Mm. And she's quite, She's really good at what she does. She's relied she's, on heavily by her boss. She's amazing at what she does. And and it's I think, all through that life experience that she's gained. Yeah. I think she's a huge idol for pretty much anyone that meets her or yes. knows her. So that's our little feature. Aww. If you'd like to meet Mandy. If, you, if you'd like to meet Mandy, there is going to be meet <laughs> yeah. available. Is, um... Sign up at www.girlswithoutdegrees.com. .com.net.nz.uk. Um, I've run out of dots. That's okay. But yeah. So anyway, that was our feature for today. And from here on out, I'd like to start introducing more people that are not necessarily famous, but, but are successful. But, yes, agreed. I like that a lot. And I think it's especially, yeah, females that are smashing it without having that background yeah. of a higher education and, mm. yeah, you, that you smashing may not have heard of. Life. Yeah. And we're going to open, you're going to open our eyes. Open some doors. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, Wedding update? Yeah, that's a really hard one. Nothing has happened since we spoke to that photographer. Okay. Um, I haven't even spoken to Joe. I think... Oh. That sounds like a cat. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We almost got there. We're doing so well. So well. Right. Let me just finish that. So, wedding update. Um, Nothing to update. Literally, we we 
booked the photographer and that's been about it so but that's okay things are gonna progress slowly yeah. and suddenly I think from here on out we'll start planning everything else yes we did get some actually I did get those photos from someone else that had their wedding at our venue yes. and had a very similar vibe and a very similar dog yeah, <laughs> to that Florence was quite, that was quite weird um to what we want so that was nice um but otherwise that's about it for me beautiful um would you oh, like to say something first? The, the dog is literally leaning towards the microphone as though she wants to speak into it. Yes. She's just now smashed her head into one of the pillows. She just looks so, so done. She's done. Anyway. Anyway. We that's are, us. We are so <laughs> sorry that this has been the most chaotic episode Thank six ever. What the fuck has the dog got in his mouth? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.